0: we've ever had. There's three different drinks on my table, and the best candle holder I could ask for, and a shirt full of cat hair. <laughs> and this is a very fine representation of my life outside of this show. Here we go. Hello everybody, welcome to You Me Them, everybody. My name is Brandon. Weatherby, you're sitting in the Wonderland Ballroom and/or you're listening at home. For the people in the Wonderland Ballroom, please make noise so people don't think I'm insane. <laughs> Oh, that's very nice. It's very nice you left your house. It's very difficult to leave your house, and I thank you for that. I thank you for leaving your house. The older you get, the more you want to stay at home, unless you're about 21 to 25. Then you want to be out all the time. But if you're not 21 to 25, I take that back. 18 to 25, you want to be at home. You want to be at home. You want to be living the past. You want to revisit all the things that you loved as a child. You want to watch Toy Story 1. You want to watch Toy Story 2. You want to watch Toy Story 3. Ladies and gentlemen, I've never seen... Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, or Toy Story 3. I am a 36-year-old man. Toy Story 1 came out well after it was appropriate for me to see Pixar films in the theater. The only Pixar film I've seen in the theater was Up. And why did I see Up? Because I wanted to cry in front of children. Beautiful film. I did that. I gripped my thigh so hard. I bit my lips so hard they bled. I bled during the movie Up. Ed Asner is a truther, but that's not what the monologue is about. The monologue is about <laughs> Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, and Toy Story 3. Now, if you've been to the Wonderland Ballroom, you might have needed to use the facilities. To the Sadly, directly to my left, on the other side of this wall, is a bathroom. There is some graffiti in that bathroom. I have been looking at this graffiti literally for seven years. This is what it says in the bathroom just right there. Toy Story 2 was okay. That was the graffiti someone wrote. That was the original graffiti someone wrote. I'm indifferent to that, but I thought, like, hey, that's a good thought to put in the universe. But someone took offense to this because that ruined their childhood, and then they replied, your sex life is okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do not know how your sex life correlates to Pixar films, but in the movie Up, the man's wife is dead and he's sad. And I relate to that. Because I am a truther like Ed Asner. That's not the point of the monologue. The follow-up, the follow-up, graffiti, to your sex life is okay is your mom's okay exclamation point. Once again, how does your mom being okay relate to your sex life being okay? Ed Asner is a legit truther. <laughs> I don't want to live in the past. I don't want to watch Toy Story. I don't want to live in the past. Why would you want to live in the past? The past sucks. The past is the worst. You know what's the best? Now. You don't know if the future's any good. That's weird. But now is the, now is the best time. You know how I learned now is the best time? Because I ran a race with my wife because I'm living the movie Up starring Ed Asner. I ran a race, and in Chicago, Illinois, there's a mayoral election going on, and in order to get on the ballot, you need to collect signatures, right? That's how things work in Chicago. You need to have 2,500 fake signatures to get on the ballot, and then you become mayor. <laughs> And, and if no one challenges you, you get to be mayor. Anyways, this one guy, he's collecting signatures because he's also running but not for mayor. doesn't matter. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is this. He's like, will you please sign my petition? And, and the gentleman at the race says, I'll sign your petition because I saw your dad is out here helping you get on the ballot. And then the man said, that's so nice of you. They don't make guys like my dad anymore. They don't make them like they used to. They don't make them like they used to. And that made me irresponsibly angry because the past is bad. All of the good things, all of the men, and it's only the men, only the, all the white men that we were raised to admire, you're John Waynes. You're everyone like John Wayne. They're not good. They're the opposite of good. They're, in fact, bad. They are bad, bad people. John Wayne died with 40 pounds of shit in him. That's true, but that's not the point of the story. Moving on. So I was thinking like, okay, who represents the old man now? Who is the old man living in 2018? And the only man I could really think of, and it, when it comes to like pop culture, not like your dad or whatever, I don't know your dad, I don't know my dad, that's not the point of this show, but to be fair, like, I'm here for a reason, okay. It's Tim Allen. Tim Allen is literally the man in The Last Man Standing. That is the premise of his show on the Fox Television Network. He is the last man standing. All right. So, what does Tim Allen represent? Tim Allen represents and that and that was his thing. That was Tim Allen's thing. He go and that made him lots and lots of money. Quick side note: What was uh, Tim Allen's uh, friend across the neighbor Wilson? How did he talk to Wilson? Through the fence. What's like? What's another word for a fence? A fucking wall. The man that was one of his best friends, we never saw his face because there was a goddamn wall between him and the suburbs of Michigan. Fuck that show. I don't know why I'm going off on home improvement. Like, they really need to... That being said, I think JTT has got a really fun life. (laughs) By the way, like, he's got a... He seems like a good guy. That's... JTT is the first man slash boy where I realized, yeah, I'm not gay. Because, like, I get why people wanted to fuck JTT, but I don't want to fuck JTT. That's how I knew I was straight. Anyways... What does Tim Allen represent? What does Tim Allen represent? What does Tim Allen represent? He represents the exact opposite of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. How is that? Because they got rid of Brooklyn Nine-Nine on the Fox television network to bring in the last man standing. Now, this might make sense financially. The, the cast of Brooklyn Nine-Nine cost a lot of money. There are people that are actually good and talented that they work, won't work for last man standing money. So I understand that to a point. But what did Tim Allen do before he was the last man standing, before he was improving homes in a fake television show? He was selling cocaine, which, on paper, pretty cool dude, right? I get it. Pretty cool guy. I'm not going to, like, shame you for selling cocaine, getting caught for selling cocaine, going to jail for selling cocaine, and then not wanting to talk about going to jail for selling cocaine because you did that. I understand that. But how are you like a staunch Republican but you're the guy that sold the cocaine and got caught and now you're the voice of one of the things in the bathroom that people have very strong feelings about and that's okay. I don't want to be like the last man standing. I don't want to be like the good old man. Those men sucked. What I'm saying is I am literally better than your father. I am better than all of your fathers put together, and I will fight them with my fists. And unlike Tim Allen, there won't be a goddamn wall between us. Let's go face to fucking face. Now, when I say that, it's a JK. I don't actually want to fight. I want a fake fight because that's where the money is, baby. Fake fights. (laughs) What is this show? I've been doing this show for 10 years. What the fuck is this show? Is, if I don't do this, do I Chris Benoit my family? Like, I don't know. One, two, three people know what I'm talking about. And that's the right amount of people to know what that means. What the fuck is this show? Seriously, like, think about it. That's a weird, what is, this, this doesn't exist anywhere. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe this is the Toy Story 5. I think they're making Toy Story 4, so I'm going to try. Maybe this is the Toy Story 5 that the kids need. Ed Asner. Truther. Look it up. So, what the fuck is it? Like, I used to think that, like, oh, I'm like Studs Terkel. No one person in this room knows who Studs Turkle is. Two people in this room know who Studs Turkle is. Three. Okay, now it's just mean. Okay, the majority of the room do not know who Studs Turkle is. Studs Turkle. Uh, did exactly what he wanted for the longest amount of time, and he had a wonderful life with his wonderful wife. And I didn't mean that to rhyme, and I apologize. <laughs> and he had a television show that was a hit, and then he got blackballed because he wouldn't read out his communist friends, even though he wasn't a communist, because he said, fuck it, no walls. I'm not going to talk to Wilson behind this wall. I will talk to him face-to-face. That was a bad career decision. He should have sold cocaine. I thought I was like Studs Terkel. I'm not like Studs Terkel. Here's Why? I don't let any of this go. That's the whole point of doing the recording. We don't let it go. I have, so this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go home sooner or later, hopefully, fingers crossed. I'm gonna go home sooner or later and I will upload this show to the internet and then in theory, anyone in the world could listen to this today, tomorrow, now, then forever. That's a reference for one person. So why, why, am, I, why am I doing this? Why am I making a thing that I don't even like? Like this isn't good yet. 10 years in, I should be good. I'm like a five out of 10. The best I've ever been is a five out of 10. But I think it's preventing me from turning into a man that only wants to talk to another man between a wall. And it prevents me from caring about the Toy Story true graffiti in the bathroom of the Wonderland Ballroom in Washington, D.C., the most powerful city in the world. Do we talk about politics? No, we write about Toy Story 2 in the bathroom quick side note the graffiti all of it's spelled correctly i would just like to point out there are there are two uses of the word your they're both used correctly and that makes me way too happy because even if you're like i brought a sharpie to fucking defile a bathroom i will spell things correctly that is washington dc i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that i'm doing this and i don't plan to stop which makes, like, what's the version of an alcoholic but this? Because that's what I am. Like, I won't stop doing this. Now, tonight's a wonderful night. All the seats are filled. They're all here. You're all paying attention. Our wonderful co-host could attest to this. This is not usually the case. This is not usually the case. There's one man who comes to lots of the shows. He's like, yeah, this is very odd. I'm used to the only one paying attention. Then there's like a birthday party in the back, and these guys really fucking love Toy Story, and they're probably going to date rape somebody. Now, that's not fair to say all Toy Story 2 fans date rape, but if you're putting up graffiti, and you really don't think your mom fucks well because of it, you might be the problem is what I'm saying. I'm not going to stop doing this, even though I probably should. I've never once mentioned my wife's name on the show for a reason. When I, when I started doing the show, I, I would joke around that like, this could ruin her. This could be a bad thing for her life. Ladies and gentlemen, she has succeeded so much that now this show could literally harm her life. That's how well she is doing and how I'm doing. It's very different, it's very different. But it's wonderful, and I'm very happy, and I'm very happy that you're all here. And this is sort of getting sentimental, so let's ruin that really quick. Coming to the stage is Allison, (laughs) what? What? No. (laughs) Allison Lane, hold on. Allison please walk slowly to the stage. So the premise of the show is not how does Brandon ruin his wife's life, no. The premise of the show is we're going to make our world better. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to get to know individuals. We're going to get to know Alexandra if Alfre Woodard just stops talking her ear off. We're going to get to know new and exciting, hopefully exciting, I don't know, let's see how they do, the new and exciting people. That's the premise of the show. This is the exact opposite of Home Improvement, the show starring Tim Allen that was part of TGIF, is that correct? That was part of TGIF on Friday nights on ABC. Didn't it follow? Tuesday nights, I'd like to apologize for the listener at home for getting that fact incorrect. There was a much stronger reaction for getting the the day of the week home improvement aired than me calling all Toy Story 2 fans date rapists. I would just like to point that out. But we're going to have a fun show tonight. We're going to learn from each other. Or we're going to tip our bartender well, and that's going to make one person's life better. Coming to the stage, she's the co-host of the show. She's been the co-host of the show for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Allison Lane, everybody. Allison, come to the stage if you want. You'll sit next to me for the first segment, and then we will move on. Wonderful. Hey there. You want to make... there. There we go.
1: Look, there it is. Hey, everybody. Hi.
0: Okay, before we begin, this is probably a mean thing to do to you, but it's. I, I feel no, like No, this it's a, isn't
1: my real hair, but it, <laughs> what else do you want to know?
0: A few questions before we begin. <laughs> Number one, have I ever asked you, is that your real hair? You
1: haven't. Congratulations. Have I,
0: thank you so much. I
1: know. That's very hard for your uh, your melanin levels. Thank
0: you, and I appreciate you <laughs> acknowledging that. Now, for the listener at home, we've established that Allison Lane is a straight white man, and she very will stick Caucasian. to it. Mm. Moving on. Um. I'm not saying you need to get me a gift in any way whatsoever, but.
1: <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> oh,
0: I don't give a shit about that. I don't give a shit about that at all. I would like to point out that on stage with us this evening is quite possibly the greatest candle holder of all time. Now.
1: Oh, it's great. This is so
0: great. Now. It's
1: a double headed.
0: That's right. Cock. That's right. So, friend of the show. One of the original poster designers, her name is Ned. Ned designed a poster for you, me, and them, everybody. And at the time, uh, Ian Graham was our house, part of our house band, so he can attest to this. She asked me, what do I want on the poster? And I said, draw a million dicks. I don't give a shit. And then I actually <laughs> thought about it for like two seconds. I was like, actually, wait. What if we had a double-headed cock rooster? And that was the logo because, you know, speaking two sides of your mouth. It's kind of bullshit. So that is that has been and will remain the logo of the show, and it has been for I think like seven years at this point. Now, before you, there was a time before Allison. (sighs) Before Allison, Jen Tizil was the co-host here, and she did a fantastic job. She's great. And she was kind enough to buy this rooster, double-headed rooster candle holder, which I did not know existed. And she said it came from Mexico, and she knows I like Mexico quite a bit. You know who doesn't? Tim Allen. Anyways. <laughs> I'm going to I'm it's a candle holder and I shoved one of those little candles into this. This is clearly not supposed to fit. So I will now light this. And if anyone asks why if you see a photo of this, why? I'm a Satanist. Tell everyone I'm a Satanist. Hail Satan. We're going to get to religion in the third segment this evening. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to light this candle.
1: Is this Jewish?
0: It's Satanist. Okay. We've established that I
1: don't know all the white religions are so Familiar to me.
0: <laughs> Let's hold on. Stop laughing. Let's rank all of the white religions. <laughs> number one
1: uh, Wasps.
0: Wasps. Not a religion. Not <laughs> a religion. Like, it
1: might as well be, goddammit. <laughs>
0: all right, number two. <laughs>
1: Uh, Judaism. I'm, I'm still learning about it. Jewish people.
0: Well, I don't know if Bread. you know this, Allison. Uh, I've never
1: been to a bar mitzvah, so I feel like I'm never going like, to know.
0: There's a lot the of things. other things about Judaism besides bar mitzvahs, Bread. but I'll go with that's it. That's the
1: most important thing, right?
0: Nope. Not at all. Like I think... Uh, potatoes? I think sense of... That's the one religion I'm not going to shit on, so let's move on. Number three. I'm not three.
1: shitting on I just don't know.
0: Oh, no, I understand. Number three.
1: Um, oh, uh, Scientology.
0: Scientology. That's a very fine white religion. Yes. Number four.
1: Uh, are there more Caucasian religions? <laughs> Catholicism? Because I'm not, yes, I, that I don't counts. get that one. Catholicism counts. My God, they are, they are touching y'all in weird places. That is and correct. And not just with the Lord. So I don't understand why y'all are still fucking with them.
0: Okay, so I'm going to do a quick uh, retelling of my favorite Catholicism story. And then we'll move on to what is we it actually... Terrible? You've heard it every oh, okay, single great. Easter. This is the monologue I say <laughs> every single Easter. So does everyone know what the Stations of the Cross are? Okay. Fantastic. I played the role of the criminal that did not repent, which means as a 14-year-old boy, I was hung next to Jesus Christ. Oh, Literally hung next to Jesus Christ. <laughs> and when I Y'all say... you have
1: some shitty traditions.
0: I think it's the best <laughs> tradition. Here's why it was cool. Number one, I got to be 14 years old and shirtless in a school, and the preschoolers were right in front of me because it was a Catholic school, so this is how it's set up. Preschools, kindergarten, or first grade. Behind them, second, third, fourth, etc. So I'm the criminal next to Jesus. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, got it. Bible. Fantastic.
0: Jesus, his name is Neil. I'm literally sending him a Christmas card today. <laughs> He's a great man. He's got a child. I love Neil very much. Neil was drafted by four different Major League Baseball teams in college and did not sign to any of them. In other words, he had abs at 14. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm 36. I have never yet had abs. This is the closest I've been to abs at 36. Anyways... Mary Magdalene, my crush in grade school, she disrobed me. I don't know if you know how 14-year-olds work, but if a lady touches you at 14... Boner City! There we go, Boner City. Yeah. And because I was a cool kid, do you know what kind of uh, underwear I wore?
1: Sad ones.
0: Nope, cool ones. I wore okay. real cool ones. I wore boxers, not boxer briefs, keep in ah. mind. Boxers. With
1: a little pee-pee hole That's right, little there pee-pee hole. Guess what
0: goes inside the pee-pee hole? Pee-pee. That's right. So I'm literally hung up on a cross like this... To be fair, the best pose for any man to have. It hides the tum-tum. It's the best pose for any man to have. Mary Magdalene touched me, and my penis was sticking out. Aww. Aww. That's so sad. To the preschoolers. To the second graders. To the fifth graders. There's literally nothing I could do until Mary Magdalene takes me down from the cross. Ladies and gentlemen, I host this show for ten years for that reason. That nothing could scare me. Nothing could harm me. Didn't
1: you ever hear that story? I feel like, yes, I have. There you go. That's, but, that's I mean,
0: That to me is a not, great... Inco- isn't that
1: like the miracle of Christmas or yes. whatever holiday it is right now?
0: Easter, but yes, it's the miracle Let of Let me Easter. tell
1: you about my penis in fourth grade or whatever fucking I was in was. eighth grade. I was eighth a 14-year-old boy. That's right.
0: I was a 14-year-old you boy. You've
1: real dumb at 14 and fourth grade. Ryan. Let's make
0: it a little bit more poetic and sad. Now, I was the oh, only no. person that was not Catholic in my Catholic school.
2: Aww.
0: I was one of two divorced kids. So I was the, clearly the criminal that did not repent. Jesus Christ... Uh, so his, you're
1: perfect for being Jesus then, right?
0: Nope. Jesus Christ, uh, his mom was a teacher and his dad was a lawyer. <laughs> and the criminal that repented, do you want to guess his race?
1: Chinese.
0: Nope. African-American. Do you want to guess how many other African-American kids that were male in the class? None. That's correct. He was the only black kid in our class that was a boy. So he was the criminal that repented. Ladies and gentlemen, Catholicism. Give it up for Catholicism. The fourth worst white religion. Number five. uh,
1: Scientology. Scientology was was
0: number... No, I apologize. Catholicism was number five. Uh,
1: Yeah. So
0: we've ranked your top five. Allison, what do you actually want to talk about this evening? (laughs)
1: Um, Well, I wanted to talk about Rap songs, because I almost know nothing about them. Perfect. But then you brought up JTT, and then all of like my 90s feelings came back. Let's
0: talk about JTT.
1: Uh, you said that JTT was how you knew that you were straight. Yes. JTT made me feel like I might be gay. Oh. Um. He was how so? soft.
0: Ah. Uh, and gorgeous. Yes, he's a gorgeous boy.
1: Um. Very sensitive. I don't know if you guys remember that episode where JTT had diabetes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I relate to that. But then I realized as an adult, he has diabetes and I'm going to get diabetes because I'm black and we eat a lot of sugar and then societal pressures and it was different. Do you... Do you so it was it was a feeling. I was you, like, maybe we relate to each other, but you know. Do you currently have diabetes? I don't think so. Congratulations. Thank you.
0: Congratulations.
1: If I keep drinking this Prosecco, I might.
0: Yeah, I've never seen... I don't even... <laughs> Did you bring this from home? One of the I Wonderland ballrooms are selling Prosecco. Prosecco
1: uh, just by request. You have four left? And they're all mine, so fuck all of y'all. How is Happy it? Happy tenure.
0: How's the blue Prosecco? Delightful. Is it really? Yeah, dude.
1: I'm good. Have it with tequila. It's even better. Well, that's just
0: tequila with some pr- bubblies. And? All right, fair enough.
1: It's 2018. You Why did you want to talk about rap
0: songs in 2018?
1: Um, Because I felt like it was something that we both could not talk about. Oh, great. It that's a great a way to do a struggle. show. That's how you do a show, it's to make it incredibly difficult.
0: All right, let's go. Um, I'm leaning in. <laughs> What did you think of <laughs> Michelle Obama saying that shit doesn't work?
1: Oh my God, it was wonderful. Yeah. I want to thank Michelle Obama for everything, and I want to uh, also thank everybody who invited. So, are you familiar with the black culture of the cookout and being invited to the cookout? Yes. Are, are you? Damn, you said that real quick. I was like, wait, what? How long have we, we not invite this here? How long? Your have very been? <laughs> white audience of like what it means to be invited to the cookout. How long have you been doing the show? A couple years. Okay. Uh, so um. The cookout uh, this year, apparently people are trying to invite George Young, still alive W. Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Because he gave Michelle Obama a piece of candy. And I'm all like, what? Sis? Are you serious? We don't get reparations, but you're going to invite him to, like, fucking the cookout over a piece of candy? You know that's the Warriors original that came in a fucking bag from CVS, you broke motherfuckers? That's not special. That's not nice. She went to Yale and Harvard. Like, get your life together. Hold on. The cookouts? Hold on. Over a Werther's.
0: You know it's a Werther's for sure. It's been reported it's fuck a Werther's.
1: What It could be like a- gave some other shit ass candy. are those little nasty Necco wafers? It could you have, have
0: been a n- fancy candy. What if he gave her like artisanal candy? <laughs> yeah. What if he went to a special- Here's the
1: blood diamond candy, Michelle. Yeah. What if he gave her a have blood? this. What about that? What if he it's gave her- It's made from a rhinoceros <laughs> horn. Just the tip. You're welcome.
0: What if he gave- Also,
1: her? you're still the N-word at dinner. <gasps> just saying, it's okay. Becoming.
0: <laughs> That's a plug for Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, everybody.
1: <laughs> this is delightful champagne.
2: Is
0: it? It doesn't look delightful in any way whatsoever.
1: It is. It's the best. You should hold it in your hand. Your, your left or right hand. What? Just how many, many persecos have you had? Just one. Just. One. Are you going to read Becoming. I uh, books are for reading, yes.
0: All right. <laughs> Let me give you the books that I'm <laughs> gonna give you for this show. It's, no, it's, it's not becoming,
1: is it? No, it's not becoming.
0: This okay. is um Gastrophysics, the oh, new I science of it. eating by Charles Spence.
1: You really want me to like do things with food. I yes. know you, you care about food, you I care do. about the food I industry,
0: do. you know more about it than most, and I figured you'd actually like that. That's no, all. I appreciate it. Thank That's you. All. And and you're all.
1: wonderful. Thank you. Also, let's give a happy birthday to the bartender. Yes. Yes. Happy birthday, Bennett. Um, Well,
0: Chris, come here. This is actually for him. Uh, This is The Vine That Ate the South, a novel written and illustrated by J.D. Wilkes. Do you know why you're getting this book?
1: Because it's a book?
0: Say one sentence out loud. Yes, I understand that's your birthday, but what else about your birthday?
1: This is great. Dude, this does not
0: work unless you talk. Here's why. Here's why. (laughs) Where are you from? What kind of fucking
1: riddle are you at? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very open-ended question. Yes, you know
0: what? You, you did say, it perfectly. You're from the, the South. This is the best. <laughs> That's the only book I had with South in the title. There you go. You get a book. And you also get in a reaction like, if you say one more fucking word, I'm going to fucking punch you in the fucking face. Very similar. Not from me, from you. You're going to punch me in the face, the criminal that refuses to repent Fist to attacks. Jesus Christ. Hail Satan. That's what this is about.
1: Yay Satan! Is that the sixth religion for the white people? Ah, uh, um, yeah, Satanism yeah. is definitely for white it's people. White. That
0: being said, uh, Sammy James Jr. was a Satanist. Oh, that's, that's yeah, true. he's dope. He was dope, and uh, Sammy Davis Jr. had a sitcom about being a Satanist, and it, uh, they made a pilot for it. And then, do you know what happened? So it never got into production.
1: Uh, what?
0: They made a pilot okay. about Sammy Davis Jr. as a Satanist, okay. and he is like based in hell or something. And then the it, the pilot happened, and then what happened in the real world that prevented it? Do you know? Did he die? No, Uh-oh. the Manson murders happened. Oh,
1: that's the terrible. The Manson
0: murders happened, so now we don't have a delightful wow. sitcom starring Sammy Davis Jr. in hell. Uh,
1: Sammy Davis Jr.'s Sammy Davis Jr.'s one of my favorite roles of his was in Sweet Charity, mm-hmm. which is from the '60s. Mm-hmm. It was choreographed by. Bob Fosse, and he plays a priest, and they have this beautiful um, scene. It was called The Rhythm of Life, and it is fantastic. I highly encourage you watching it. That is a uh, perfect. I did not know he was a Satanist. That's perfect. Because the rhythm of life is such a beautiful. You take a dive wow. and swim to daddy. You're take damn right. A dive and Speaking swim of taking to a dive daddy. and swimming
0: to daddy, our first performer of the evening is a comic, and he's been on the show before. And he actually looks like a Satanist. Were you on the show last year or this year? It last, last year. year. It was, one, was one of Allison and Mai's favorite set. Is that fair to say?
1: Oh, very much so. Yeah. It was fantastic. We usually
0: hate all of our performers. Everybody. And we're so glad to have you. There's a reason why D only does warm up. Because <laughs> I'm jealous of his hair. He's got beautiful hair is what I'm saying. Jamie's going to come up here, and he's going to tell some jokes, and he's going to sit for some panel. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Jamie Benetti, everybody. Jamie, you'll use that microphone, she'll sit down and use the other microphone, and then you'll get gifts.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep it going for Brandon Weatherby, yeah, and Allison. Keep it going for a 10-year anniversary right? yeah? No. <laughs> No, honestly, keep it going. It's the birthday of the podcast, right? Yeah. Please remember, a round of applause is the best time to slap someone. You know, no one will ever hear it. The noises cancel each other out. It's kind of like jerking off when it's raining. (laughs) Or jerking off when you're frying an egg. Or jerking off when a couple of horses are clip-clopping down a cobblestone cul-de-sac, right? (laughs) Alliteration crowd, all right. I have kind of a weird look, you know? The other day this guy bumped into me, and then he turned and he was like, Hey, why don't you watch where you're going, you transgendered Mona Lisa? (laughs) It's a true story, man. kind of look like Jesus if Jesus was white, Right? (laughs) I kind of look like someone who molests clowns. <laughs> Not so fun when the big red shoe's on the other foot, is it? <laughs> I'm in that weird stage of facial hair growth where you can't tell if I'm growing a mustache or I just ate a kiwi. You know, I am growing a mustache though, and I'm growing because a lot of my friends are having children, and I never want any of them to ask me to babysit. <laughs> Yeah. Have you guys ever gotten uh, Wet willy from someone who really needs to cut their fingernails? <laughs> it's a relatable joke <laughs> It's a more relatable joke uh, You ever chewed up all your fingernails Then you run out of fingernails So you have to hang out behind a nail salon <laughs> Wait for them to throw all their nails in the dumpster Right? Eat up all those, and five days later, you shit out a human hand? (laughs) That's the worst, right crowd? Right crowd? Anybody? Anyone? You ever been so lonely that you dress up like a dog just to trick people into touching you? (laughs) A little bit about myself. Been a lot of abusive relationships. A lot of abusive relationships. Like my ex-girlfriend was a professional softball pitcher and she would beat the fuck out of me. Underhand. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird too, because I'd always see her winding up, you know? (laughs) And I had another girlfriend who thought she was a possum. She'd just hang upside down from my door frame, and we'd 69 all night long. wasn't until she bit off most of my penis that I found out she was a possum. <laughs> it's okay, I still have some penis left. Just enough to fuck more possums. <laughs> good crowd, good crowd. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> so yeah, Everyone have a good work week? Good end of the work week so far? Clap it up for that, right? <laughs> And then the work week. Something I like to do for my job, uh, I like to go out for my job as an Uber driver and when the pastors get in, they see I'm dressed from head to toe as a crash test dummy. <laughs> <laughs> then I lock the doors, I'm like, buckle up, it's gonna be a bumpy ride, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like to do other pranks too, you know? Sometimes I sneak into my brother's room while he's sleeping and I pick my nose and I put my boogers into his nose. <laughs> When he wakes up, he thinks he caught a cold, right? (laughs) I know what you guys are thinking. That's disgusting. uh, But you guys don't know my brother. My brother actually eats his boogers. So in a way, I was just packing his lunch. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I like to go up to the bouncer at a strip club. I'm like, hey, man. And these strippers have birthdays coming up. And he'll tell me, and on that day, I'll buy like a huge bouquet of flowers. And I'll place them on the doorstep of that strip club with a card that reads, Happy Birthday, Mom. The dumpster only made me stronger. (laughs) Good crowd, good crowd, yeah. Yeah. It's a true story. We had a president die recently. And, uh... Yeah, this is a true story. I had a friend text me, like, randomly, really late at night. George H.W. Bush, exclamation point. And then I was like, oh, did he say something racist? <laughs> when I found out he died, I was like, phew. <laughs> hmm Good crowd. <laughs> you guys believe in aliens? Clap it up if you believe in aliens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why is it that the people that get abducted by aliens always come from those like rural and rednecky places in America and they always claim to get anal probed, right? And why is it if you go to those same rural and rednecky places in America and go to their party cities, they're always sold out of alien costumes? <laughs> told that joke in uh, West Virginia. <laughs> The guy looked really offended, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. And he goes, I'm not offended, I'm upset. I just found out that our uh, party cities are sold out of alien costumes. <laughs> yeah. What else is new? Got an Uber recently, and the Uber driver had a box of a dozen donuts on her dashboard. I was like, are those donuts? And she goes, yeah, why, do you want one? And I go, pull the car over. And she goes, why, what's wrong? And I was like, there's no fucking way that I'm driving with an undercover cop. (laughs) Then I got out of the car and I was like, one star rating. Some guy said world star and punched me in the back of the head. (laughs) She Put us both in the car, turns out she was a cop, you know. Started (laughs) driving us to the police station. But technically it wasn't that bad because at that moment, it became an Uber pool. Do you guys want to hear a nark-nark joke? <laughs> nark-nark. Narc. I don't know, but when I find out, I'm gonna fucking kill him. I <laughs> had yeah. a friend of mine come up to me, and he's like, hey, man, I found the one thing in life that I'm really good at. Like, I'm extremely good at building co-carts. If anyone brings a go-kart to me, I can fix it. I was like, oh, so you found your niche. And he goes, your what? I was like, your niche, you know, the one thing in life you're really good at. And he goes, it's pronounced niche. And I was like, no, it's niche. And he goes, hold on a second, and goes and talks to some friends and brings them back. And he goes, can you repeat that word for me? And I was like, no. And he goes, why? And I was like, because you're being a sneech." <laughs> and then I slice his belly open with a knife, right? <laughs> because snitches get stitches. <laughs> good crowd, good crowd. Uh, got pulled over recently and the police officer knocked on my window. And he's like, sir, do you realize how fast you're going? I was like, officer, can't you see that there's a woman in labor in my back seat? And he goes, what are you talking about? There's no one in your back seat. And then I go, oh, she must have escaped. <laughs> Yeah, what else is new? Good, uh, <clears throat> sorry, this is my last joke. You guys uh, ever feel like a homeless person would make like an amazing realtor? So like genuinely impressed with every house they see? <laughs> it's like I know there's a rat problem, but at least we not have to go to the grocery store anytime soon, right? <laughs> you may see a broken refrigerator, but I see. The world's slowest oven. <laughs> Do you guys feel like Alicia Keys' song, I Keep On Falling, would have like a completely different meaning if she was an elderly woman? <laughs> Just it becomes like a fucking Life Alert commercial, right? Did you guys know you never have to wear a belt if you always have a boner? <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: You need the microphone. Bring the microphone. Jamie, everybody. Good job.
3: Delightful. The whole lowering of thing didn't seem necessary at the end. Yeah. How are you? Are you good? <laughs> Good crowd, good crowd, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you like comic books?
3: I do like comic books.
0: Then I got this book for you, The Tencent Plague, The Great Comic Book Scare and How It Changed America. That That's sounds amazing. You. Thank That's you. That's for you. Thank um, you. I appreciate that. Before the show, awesome. I asked you if you'd wear an extra large shirt because I think you're wearing one now.
3: Uh, no, uh, 3X. That's a 3X. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I dress for comfort.
0: This is the last uh, You Meet Them Everybody black metal design shirt. That's for oh, you. That awesome.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's really awesome. Thank you.
0: You tell very well-crafted, dumb-as-fuck jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but you are not dumb.
3: Oh, thank you.
0: I didn't say that. <laughs> like, I know the answer. Are you dumb? Are you a dumb-dumb?
3: Uh, I don't think I'm dumb. The no. fact
0: that you didn't just swing at me when I asked that question makes me think you're not a dummy.
3: Or maybe you have a little reach. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: How would you describe your look to the people that can't see you?
3: Uh, I kind of have long hair. Um, I kind of look like a drowned Jesus, right? <laughs> Do you know who Tiny Tim is? Tiny Tim, yes. My dad says I what, look like him. What, the tip through the window guy? Yeah, tiptoe oh through yeah. the tulips. Yeah. You look a little bit
0: like Tiny Tim. Oh, thank you. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> Best possible reaction to that okay. question. You're in a relationship.
3: I am, yes.
0: She's a performer.
3: She is also a comic. You're yeah. a comic. I'm a comic.
0: Do you like seeing each other perform?
3: I do. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. It's nice, I would say, more so when I'm not performing on the same show. Yes. Because I can actually relax and enjoy it. And but, you, yeah. but when
0: she's there, it makes you nervous. Uh,
3: when she's there, I feel like I don't want to, one of us have a better set than the other, so then it just becomes weird, sure. a weird drive home. But
0: no, matter, yeah. <laughs> but no matter what, somebody has a better set. That's just how it is.
3: Uh for the most part, yeah.
0: So who would you rather have a better set?
3: Uh I would say her. Good. Cuz it's easier. Why are you doing that?
0: <laughs> Why am I me?
1: You're married. Like, like let them get there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: it's nice that you want her to have who's a better Who's better.
0: I didn't say who's better. I said who do you want to have a better set? Will you intentionally bomb if she bombs?
3: Uh no. No. Okay. So but you I don't
0: I, love her that much.
3: No, no, no. Oh. I just try to do my best and uh, whoever's injured by it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how long have you been doing this?
3: I've been doing it for, I'm um, coming up on six years.
0: It's a pretty long time.
3: Uh, I, I don't know how long you've been doing this podcast. <laughs> 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 not like a decently long time. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. A long In comic years, I would say that's a long time. Do you have yeah. any
0: substance abuse problems?
3: I do not. Good for you. That I know of. Yeah. Do
0: you wish you did? Do I wish? Because then you could relate to some other people a little bit more.
3: No. uh, I mean, I I feel like I have a healthy respect for um, drugs and alcohol. Sure. Yeah. I've had a DUI.
0: Oh, congratulations. Now, uh, how many... Is that why, like, at least four of that eight minutes was about driving?
3: Yeah. Well, I had a weird kind of, like, high school experience where I was just hanging out with kind of a weird crew, and it was always, like anti police and stuff. So I think that's where that mostly came from. Where are you from? I'm from Springfield, like outside oh, okay. of DC. So yeah. Woo. Are you also?
1: Not from Springfield. But oh <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that West Virginia joke was harsh.
3: <laughs> are you from West Virginia? Yes. Oh. Clap it up for West Virginia, right? Woo! Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's
3: a good place. Yeah.
0: Have you been <laughs> to West Virginia?
3: I did I actually did do a show there. What
0: there. Did, what did they think of you?
3: Uh, they like, I was supposed to headline and, uh,
0: wait, what happened? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, like the other comics on the bill ran over their time. So instead of 30, I did like 23 That's still, minutes. did you go That's last? I did. I went last. Still yeah. That's still headlining. That's so great. I guess so. Yeah. Did you get in a fight? I did not get in a fight. Did
0: people try to buy you shots after the show? Uh,
3: a couple people. That means you did yeah. a great so job. Great. Oh, thank you.
0: I really like you. I appreciate that. And you remind me of a comic out of Chicago And I'm not going to say his name on Mike And I will definitely tell you after the show And there's one person in the room She used to co-host the show That probably knows who I'm thinking about uh-huh. But I definitely don't want to associate you two Because it could hurt you in, in life Oh he's,
3: Damn. A, he's like a bad man I didn't say that Oh okay Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People could find you where?
3: Uh, plugs, plugs, plugs All over D.C. for the <laughs> most Jesus part Jesus Christ uh, How
0: are you not better at this? I You're good. Up I appreciate
3: that. Thank you. Oh, my God.
1: Do you have like a, a Twitter Thank or you. Instagram? Thank,
3: or you. Or Thank you. Facebook a, page. I, Thank you. I have Perhaps. a Twitter. It's uh, uh, at. Do you actually, hold on, stop. Do you actually use it? I do. I'll post jokes uh, sporadically okay, every what is it? other month. It's oh, no. Fuck. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Don't, don't do that. Come on. So what is your Twitter, darling?
3: It's uh, at Jimmy Boob Eddie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Boob
0: Eddie. And what's your actual name?
3: Uh, Jamie Benetti. Yeah, yes. good luck
0: with that. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. What's your stupid Twitter handle?
3: Uh, Jimmy Boob Eddie. Jesus Christ, for <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Boob
0: Eddie. Jimmy Benetti, everybody. Thank Jimmy, you. thank you. Yes. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Coming to a stage is a woman that has done this show multiple times, and uh, she left wa- someone that she- Oh, she watered it with the
1: fudge. Well, thanks what for burying did? me. Sorry, I just do to know what she was doing. Uh, she I'm incredibly
0: it? grateful that she's here. This is, unfortunately for her, not her first time on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Alexandra Petrie, everybody. Alexandra!
1: Hey! Woo!
0: Alexandra, hey! you always dress well. For the listener at home, please describe your skirt. Oh, yes.
4: Uh, I'm wearing a skirt with a picture of a woman named Marguerite on it, I think. People are always like, oh, you must really love art. And I'm like, I found this on Etsy, but it's like a Matisse painting, according to Google. It's awesome. How many times have you times? done this
0: show? I feel like five Five times. times? I ask you a lot. Uh,
4: my, my voice is getting higher and higher. Hell yeah. yeah. I th-
0: you, could, you could use the table. You could use the table. You could use the table. Yeah. A few things about Alexander. Everyone in the room either knows who she is or knows of her because of what she does for her day job. Um, she writes a daily column for the Washington Post. Uh, you're essentially, your role at the Washington Post is the onion. <laughs> is that fair? That is fair. Uh, you're really smart, but you don't show it off.
4: <laughs> I, thank you. That's I it. appreciate that.
0: Uh, I compliment you a lot because I think that you're too good for the show, but I won't stop asking you to do this show until you say no. And I don't know if you know this, your consent does not matter. It's still 2018, baby. You give it up for 2018.
4: <laughs> why am I cheering?
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're the first person to acknowledge why would people cheer for that.
4: No, it's a bad year. Agreed. Except for the midterms, those were nice.
0: Could I quote from your columns? Oh, please. Okay. Uh, Today's column was uh, a fun ranking of your 100, or just a ranking of (laughs) 100 Christmas songs.
4: It broke down in the middle, honestly. My editor was like, stop messaging me at 11.30 p.m. to be like, did I remember to include Santa Claus is coming to town? This isn't in my job description. To be
0: fair to your editor, yeah, just control F, fucking search. What the fuck, dude?
4: No, well, I, no. This was me texting him because oh, like, I oh understand. My God. I forgot. Yeah, no, I should. Yeah, that's should've. on should've. you. That's that is entirely on me. Sorry, Drew. You're a good man.
0: Uh, let's bury Drew. Drew, <laughs> be better at your job. She's the talent. Respect <laughs> the talent. Did I do a good job? Did I get you in trouble? Yep. There's no way Drew listens to this. Okay. Is Drew <laughs> he here? This is my favorite <laughs> quote or my favorite yeah. line from the article, which I would not mind uh, this being on a gravestone, possibly yours, possibly mine. I'm not trying to kill you. Now I am beginning to see that there is a problem with this list, which, which is that my taste is very strong and bad, but I really like this song about a donkey. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, number five, Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. It's not a... I always say it's objectively good, and then I have to correct myself. I mean, like, subjectively, I really like it, and I acknowledge that it is bad, but it's simpler to just say it's objectively a good thing. Uh, it's really good. It's a great song.
0: Um... Because of what you do, I'm going to... May I ask you a few questions? That I, and I hope you don't take offense, but I understand if you do. So oh. I guess I just prefaced it without asking a question. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, now I'm
4: going to take offense. I'm going to take offense to a question. Please do.
0: When people ask you where you get your ideas, which is like the dumbest question possible, but everyone wants to know, because it's a, it's a fair question. Do you ever just want to respond like, my butt? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Often, oh, yeah, 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 somewhere between no and often. I feel like I, if I had to get my ideas from a body part though, I, I don't know why I'm opening this up. It's Please like, do, yeah, no, I'm regretting this. Uh, <laughs> but like, probably not my butt, probably like my uterus, yeah. Nice. All right, I had to up the ante with a female yes, body. you did, yeah, there else we to go. go, yeah, it's a 2018 answer, yeah. yeah. It's a good uterus.
0: <laughs> well, how old were you when you went to opera camp?
4: I think it was summer
1: before 10th grade, but it might have been the summer Perfect. before 9th grade. I can't get opera camp being out of my head. Like, um, What's that movie? American, Pie Part, two? No, American Pie Part 2? No, Grease. American Pie Part 2. Opera happened so fast.
4: <laughs> Op- no? Opera no, loving, no. he was a bass. That doesn't really rhyme. But <laughs> met a girl. No, I can't. Crazy for me meta. We don't have a uh, joke so we're just be. gonna... <laughs> There's no punchline <pump> coming <laughs> at the end of this. We're just inflicting it on you.
0: Let me ask a bad question that I'm actually a- interested in. This is almost as done as where you get your idea. How long does it actually take you to write the piece once you have the idea for the piece?
4: It fully depends on the piece.
0: Okay. So let's, let's go for the tree piece recently. The tree piece, the Melania Trump red tree piece that I loved oh. a lot. It was like, what, like two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Oh my god. I'm still getting like angry messages and tweets from people who are like show us your holiday decorations if you're I so critical of the first lady really like? quick
0: if you don't know what we're referring to if you're listening to this in the future uh, and it's not the christmas time of 2018 the name of the piece is your and melania trump's nightmare force keep to the <laughs> path <laughs> it's great thank you really quick aside it reminded me of uh, the weeping angel story in doctor <laughs> who did you ever do you watch doctor who uh,
4: not enough to have seen that episode okay, but okay i know the reference
0: okay fantastic so like to me I'm guessing once you had the idea for it, it took like five minutes to write the piece. Yeah. Okay.
4: No, I wrote it on my phone, in fact.
0: Because it's like, once you have the nugget, it's there. It's done. Yeah. But to figure out that nugget, that's what takes... No, exactly. Right. So, what are you doing? What is your media habit? Is it just like you're scrolling through Twitter, you're just looking at every website, you're just watching uh, cable news? Like, how are you trying to get ideas? I'm so sorry. That's a horrible question.
4: I think, well, I have a a very fixed routine, like, which... when it happens, is not fixed, but I always, I'm like, before I do anything, I've got to read the print newspaper comics, which I absolutely love. I read them every day. It's like, I know what's going on in Mark Trail. Like, has anyone been following Mark Trail? Because I have, and this guy, he's like, I don't know what that food is, but it sh- b- based on the smell, it seems delicious. And there's like a man, and he's been like abducting the children. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> it's great. Um, you got to follow Mark Trail, because Mark Trail is like the cutting edge of drama. And so... Anyway, so I read the print comics in their entirety, and then I read my horoscope, and then I read whatever <laughs> K- Carolyn has. Wait, wait, stop hey, talking, stop
0: talking, stop talking. Where'd you go to college?
4: <laughs> Harvard. And where do you,
0: when you read your horoscope every day?
4: Shut well, up. What's her, her sign? That's Marvel. Your project needs work today, and I'm like, yes, it does. Oh, um,
0: Here's the problem with that.
4: Are we not going to find out my, what your sign is? I'm a Pisces. What's your
0: sign, Alexandra? Thank you. Pisces. Pisces. Perfect. <laughs> I'm
4: like, somebody you. said, that makes sense. And I'm like, <laughs> I could have said any side.
0: The, the only reason why that matters is because there's a reference of it in Heart Shaped Box by the band Nirvana. Now, do you know the band Nirvana? Yes. Fantastic.
4: My husband likes them. No, I'm kidding. I, I also like them. They're good. R.I.P. Um. <laughs> 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 ah! ah!
0: Oh, that's the best reaction ever to Nirvana.
4: <laughs> R.I.P. David Spade.
0: Oh. Did you hear the joke? You got all laughed over the fucking joke. She said RIP David Spade. <laughs>
4: he was a good man.
0: God, that's funny. So, did you did you watch CNN Honors last night?
4: No. I didn't. You said it like it was a normal thing to have watched, and I got really scared. I'm only, I'm only
0: asking because.
4: I watched the Kennedy Center Honors religiously, so that would have been a safe question. Well, but the, the CNN Honors. No, well, the only reason I, I
0: I ask is because in the commercial for CNN Honors, they had a bunch of celebrities like on the red carpet. It was like Tay Diggs and a bunch of people, and then David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason why I asked you if you saw that show. I apologize. The
4: creator of Mark Trail, like, oh, just everybody.
0: God damn, You're good at this. Okay. Please you you're a funny person you write funny things. Every single funny person I know once that funny thing is in the world they like kind of regret that funny thing. So, do you have you ever reread a column that you wrote at least a year prior and you're like that holds up. I'm proud of that. Oh, ever?
4: That's almost never, but right? there's the one that I really like what was one I like read a reason, like, that does kind of hold up. I think because in the process of doing this Christmas countdown, I had to be like, let's go back over every other piece of Christmas content I've ever produced. Yeah, this in life. Uh, this
0: piece from today just seems like a way for you to reference ten different columns you've written.
4: No, and it was dark because my editor's like, Oh, like I see you have opinions on record about Little Drummer Boy and I'm like, look, we've all had to generate content in our time. <laughs> <laughs> it was ugly. We did what we had to do. But so, like, um, I don't think my opinion about Little Drummer Boy holds up, but I do think my... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging that. I appreciate it.
4: Like, it's still bad. It's, like, but it's not, like a thousand words bad and i thought it was a thousand words bad. And then i made like a chart of like i mean definitely my worst opinion ever is something i wrote during college it was like hillary clinton's not funny because women aren't funny which is just objectively <laughs> like two of the worst <laughs> takes combined and then like oh. i was a woman writing it To uh. should be fair am. hold on
0: okay thank you for clarifying <laughs>
4: but it was just like who are you what are you doing and why is this on the internet how
0: old were you or what year was this
4: it must have been the 2008. Clinton, 2008. She was relevant, so. Uh, I like how
0: you said was relevant, like she's not anymore. No, she
4: continues to be relevant, but like if, like it wouldn't be 2007, because what would she even be doing?
0: Being a senator yeah. from New York. That's
4: true, she would be doing that. <laughs> but I wouldn't have been weighing in on that, because that would have been policy. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, I think my. I like my partridge in a pear tree response letter. I think I'm still proud of that. <laughs> like, of my Christmas takes, if I have to take one with me, that's the one. Like, look it up. If you wrote thank you letters <laughs> to the person who sent you all those partridge-related gifts, they would sound roughly as I have described.
0: Do you ever want to write a sad piece, no jokes?
4: Oh, all the time. I feel like I do that and no one notices. I don't notice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: At
0: like
4: all. 50% of my they' were like "You should do something serious." I'm like, "That was something serious." <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> My uh, mom's always like, "You should do something serious." But like, it's like somebody else was like, "You should do something about how like, like uh, the suggestions that I get from like friends and family are yeah. always like, mm, someone should do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not you. Yeah. You're good.
4: When do you think you're going
0: to stop being good?"
4: Oh man. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, hopefully, I, I can't tell, th- this is a d- deeper question. I'm going to push back at you. Do you? Wa- would it be better to notice or not notice or Notice you stop being good? Notice. Yeah, okay. That's, notice. that's how I feel, too, Yeah. because then you can, like, start a second career and, like, open yeah. a bee farm or something. Um, do you want to do a bee farm? I don't, but I, it was the first thing that came to mind. Sure. Because
0: um, of my last name? My last name is Weatherby. Yeah. Yeah, is that why?
4: Weatherby. Yeah, I get it. Uh, <laughs> or... Well, I, I I was doing so well, and now ah! look at me. Um, no, but seriously,
0: though, like, you haven't lost a step, and I've been listening... Okay, really, it kind of relates to you, <laughs> kind of doesn't. I am like most people that when I walk around, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Seemingly, every single podcast, regardless of the subject matter, ends up in death, right? so. <laughs> I'm listening. (laughs) It does. It does. It ends up in death and sadness and misery, and it's all fucking sad. Like, I'm just listening to this 30 for 30 series, right? Your former co worker, Clinton Yates, did the most recent 30 for 30 episode. It's about Ricky Henderson, right? And it's about how Ricky Henderson had to retire even though he didn't need to retire because he was still super talented. And it's sad because, like, why the fuck isn't he playing? Yes, he's 46, but he's still, like, faster than everybody else. He's got the stolen base record. What the fuck? That's messed up and sad. The 30 for 30 starts with a Jose Canseco story. Clearly, that does not end well. Every other seemingly popular podcast is about murder, right? Everything is so depressing and sad, so when I walk around, I'm just like scowling. I'm just, Or I'm listening to, honestly, or I'm listening to a political podcast. Huh. And that's never fun. I'm never smiling. No. And then the only time I smile, this is not a joke, is when I see a blind person and then I smile at them.
1: Oh my god, that's
4: dark. And I, Red, and I'm like, doing? I hope
0: I made their day better. And then a second later, I go, that's not possible, because <laughs> they're blind. Anyways, back to you. <laughs> the athletes in these pieces, they seem to know when their time is up, or they don't, and it's really, really sad. So when do you think you'll know you're not hitting at that level? You're not pitching at that level other baseball analogies go?
4: I mean, I hope it's not for like a little while yet just so I can like get that 401k all set up. Yeah. Um, But I I do hope that like I won't be... Because like there is a thing where like once you hit a certain level, like the people who like you just like... They don't like like step back and be like oh I only like that one thing and like I want to make certain this quality product stays good mm-hmm. and they're just like this is still great this is still great and like you like wind up in this weird bubble where people keep telling you it's great even though like it has started to suck but isn't that like
1: inevitable? Kanye no like, no
0: the Kanye the, 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 that's not true though because Kanye's actually produced really good stuff this year before the show we talked about it tonight I the remember. best rap I we I talked about there. tonight with Chris you're the so best, drunk the best you have rap-
1: no idea what you're talking about
0: I know exactly what that's I'm talking okay. about Trust me, I would happily tell you if I was too drunk. The Pusha T song. If you know, you know. That's the best rap song of the year. And he produced that. Anyways, what are your thoughts about Kanye West? Go.
4: Oh, man. Well, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was classic. And, well. uh, but I-, I think his political opinions are unsound.
0: Because they're too Truthful. <laughs>
4: But he like, speaks like too truthful. I relationship with Kim. I really, like there was that whole article where like they were like sharing like like what glasses should she wear and like is this a good Instagram piece and it seemed like they really had a mind meld and I respected that. They
0: do. It's an unhealthy mind meld but it's a mind meld nonetheless. Now listen, you're fantastic and thank you and please do the show again. <laughs> um, we have a gift for you. It's the, I figured you would like a book about uh, board games so it's The Monopolists. Obsession, Fury and Scandal Behind the World's Favorite Board Game by Ooh. Mary Pylon. Oh, I figured I you might this. like that.
4: Oh, this is great.
0: I always like uh doing this at the end of every time you do the show. People could find you at where?
4: Oh, uh, on the Washington Post. <laughs> it's web-
0: so stupid. <laughs> website. <The laughs>
4: Don't go to the news. the Washington the website. Post. <laughs> um and uh I'm on Twitter at uh, petri dishes, which is confusing because my name is pronounced Petri.
0: Yeah, I know it's pronounced Petri. I'm still going to say Petri, yeah, and I no, apologize yeah. for that.
4: No, it's it's. I set myself up for that.
0: I like that you're blaming yourself for the way your name is pronounced, and you're apologizing to the man. Well, the
4: other day, I saw. I in called and I'm like, oh my, like I was like ordering tickets or something, and I'm like, oh, like my last name is like Alexandra Petri, and I'm like, that's not how you pronounce your own well, name. Well tickets but were I it Hold on, stop. What tickets were you ordering? Anything goes. I want to see the musical. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes stereotypes are true. Cole and Porter, the the woman KG that PG w-
4: Woodhouse book that writes the <laughs>
0: the funny columns for the Washington Post that are just as funny as anything in the Onion, but way more intellectual, loves Cole Porter musicals. <laughs> and that makes me very happy. Uh, He's I like from Indiana,
4: you know. <laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> my, my, gr- my family's from Indiana, so they're like obsessed with anyone who's ever from there. And they're like, Kurt Vonnegut's great. Cole Porter's great. Is that what the Kurt Vonnegut stuff's from? Yeah. I didn't know that. I know yeah. that you're a
0: huge fan. I didn't know it was the Indiana connection.
4: Yeah, no, but he's also like objectively good. He's like, people no, no, from Indiana I- suck, but I'm good. And it's like, yeah, I mean, no, he's right. Not always true, but. He's, you know, no, no, he's right. Yeah, you I don't mean, live in
0: Indiana for a reason.
4: <laughs> it's yeah.
0: It's bad. It's a bad place full of bad people.
4: It's, it's a lovely place. Including the Gaileys, in.
0: Megan Gailey and yeah. her brother, Michael Gailey. Horrible state. <laughs> Horrible state. They don't live there for a reason because it's bad. It's Say Indiana's bad. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Find her in the Washington Post. Is that a blog? No, it's yeah, not funny. Well, I apologize. That's not funny. And
4: you can catch me in print every Saturday. And I'm also syndicated, but I think I'm not sure where I appear syndicatedly. Uh, but I, I know the Salt Lake Tribune, but it might also be another paper.
2: I
0: love that you know our reach. It's clearly Salt Lake City, number one for us. I'm glad that you do what you do, and I think that uh, you're incredibly important to the Washington Post, and I hope that they realize that, and I'm sure that if they don't, if they listen to this, they will. (laughs) Because everyone knows the power that I wield. Yeah.
4: This
0: is moderate. This is like a normal human being, amount of power.
4: don't, Don't get drunk with the power, but yeah.
0: She's oh, drunk with alcohol. What the fuck? That's so weird. <laughs> Here's the problem with people that get drunk with power. They don't drink. Hitler didn't drink. Trump doesn't drink. Trump doesn't drink. Just yeah. fucking drink. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> this lady. Check that out. Check that out. Is this non-alcoholic?
4: Oh, it's beer. It's oh.
0: regular beer. It's,
4: it's oh, alcoholic gross. beer. No, <laughs> <it's>,
0: <laughs> We got duels on tap at the decent, Wonderland.
4: Decent brow, please. Yeah.
0: Pronounce her name correctly, ladies and gentlemen. Please pronounce your pronounce name. Please put your hands together for Alexandra Petrie, as in Petrie dishes, everybody. No, Petrie. Your name is Petrie. Thanks for doing this. She left. This is not a joke. She left Alfrey Woodard to come here.
4: Alfrey Woodard left first. Really Why did you do that? I didn't leave until Elfrey Woodard You're
0: off the stage. Go away now. Coming to the st- No, you don't need to do I mean, th- Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for, well, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Coming to the stage is my mother's favorite performer. This is not a joke, unfortunately. It's not me. It's not Allison. No offense. Uh, it's Haywood Turnipseed I'll Jr. We it. do a segment called the Color Commentary because if there's one thing you want to hear about in a bar, it's race relations. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Haywood Turnipseed Jr. Everybody. Haywood is wearing a Star Wars shirt. He's wearing a cardigan. He's wearing a wedding ring because he is a married man. He is a father of children. He is drinking a cider. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin's
5: favorite.
0: Is it Benjamin Franklin's favorite? Yeah, he likes
5: cider and, uh, and black, black people.
1: Black
5: women. <laughs> ah! What? Jinx, nigga.
1: Yikes. Jinx, nigga. Yeah, I see.
5: Okay. <laughs> it's always great. Hey, this is but good. But it's true, though. It is true. <laughs> I, like, I like your cocks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well. Before I begin, I want
0: to give you this book because I don't think we're going to talk about anything that relates to our book. I got really? you into the heart of obsess- obsessive sports fandom, superfans, winner of the Pulitzer Prize, George Dorman. Uh, you're the only person I know that's on the show tonight that actually cares about football. Uh, <laughs> at one point, cared, you played college football. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah I mean, that's, uh, that's, like I said, yeah, I watched watch college.
0: I have a book. Fuck the NFL. What a controversial statement here at the liberal Wonderland Ballroom. <laughs> Fuck the NFL. Wow. However, did you come to that conclusion,
5: Haywood? Fuck Trump while we at it. Hey! Calm down. For the double. Hold on. Let's double Calm down, down on Calm down. I
0: think you need to apologize to WWE Hall of Famer. Who?
5: Rock, rock? Mr.
0: T. Mr. <laughs> T. There's a portrait, this is not a joke. There's a velvet portrait of Mr. T on the first floor of the One Land Ballroom. Do you know why? He's in the yes. WWE Hall of Fame, He's and he went too long on time, and then Kane rushed him off stage. He's the champion. Now Kane is the mayor of Knox County, I Tennessee. I know. Look at this
5: shit. Like, he could be a wrestler and then become a fucking mayor, a president. What is this? What happened to JYD?
0: He died on the road. Ah, uh, you would know. I don't. Um, JYD was a fantastic maybe wrestler. The Rock,
5: maybe The Rock really will run for president. Any. our Dog. Dog. Junkyard He's Dog. the best. Yeah. He was
0: my second favorite wrestler. Black
5: guy. Virgil's dead, right?
0: Virgil is not dead. <laughs> Virgil's like is... Is DiBiase dead? DiBiase's not dead. He's a preacher. He's oh. a Christian preacher. I thought... I don't know. They're dead to me. Let's talk about something... They're
5: <laughs> <laughs> dead to me. Only my kids like wrestling. Yeah, because your wrestling. kids are the future. The kids are more important than but the adults. I was like, John Cena, he's the best, right, Dad? I was like, fuck John Cena. Why fuck John Cena? <laughs> like, what are you, a John fucking smart? No, he's no fucking rock. I mean, yeah, that was I mean, the whole premise of their feud. You're I mean, not like, me. You mean this guy Dwayne? I was like, that's not Dwayne. That is the rock, motherfucker. He was the shit a couple of years ago. He was a pimp. He used to roll around with Mark fucking big old black dude. Mark, Mark Henry. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was very racist. Sexual chocolate. I love Vince McMahon. He knows how to make you vote.
0: <laughs> You're correct. You I are knows correct. How to make you vote.
5: Like I don't want to see that shit. I'm going to go vote Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Heywood, <laughs> what would you like to discuss this evening? Uh, it's wild because we actually, you guys actually touched on it. Well, you we didn't touch on it. You actually t- you did a lot of the bit earlier. Um, you guys are talking about religion, and because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we talk, we, uh, you know, it's color commentary. And for people who don't know, it's called color commentary. And we talk about the things that we shouldn't talk about in the bar, race, religion, uh, we're well, race and politics. We rarely, actually, I don't think we ever have discussed religion. I don't think religion. you and I have, no. Like, actually talked about, like, actual religion and, and faith and all that jazz. And it's the holiday season, and it's an anniversary, which is, like, this is, means it's been a year that this has happened, and 10 years that this has happened, which is, like, a decade, right? It is so literally a decade. Literally, like, like, we're celebrating, like, you today, which is a cool thing, and it's ongoing, and people have had enough faith in you to keep actually believing that you would do this show. I would disagree with that. Well, nigga, I'm here. What the fuck does that mean? You know how many times I had nowhere to be on a Friday night and Brandon, the white man, was like, I'll save you? And I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It is real. (laughs) Hey-oh! Faith in the white man can help you. I don't know about you, Allison, but he always reminds us that we would never be able to do another, this, this, (laughs) this thing that we do here on another place. There's no place. How many other people have invited us to the Kennedy Center? I don't know. I'm just saying, this white man here is pretty cool. <laughs> Benevolence, as some people would say. <laughs> Look at him, he's just soaking it up. He's like, I know, I know. I'm just waiting for the where, next... Where to fucking tweet to, like a white man should. Way to go, sir. Way to go. So you guys are talking about the world's whitest religions, and uh, it is amazing. How did it come to this thought process that we need to talk about religion? Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, heard about the guy who actually tried to uh, evangelize an uh, island of people who have never been evangelized. And this is like, <laughs> this, is like 20, 000, this is 2018, right? Like, Jesus has been around for at least 2,000 years. So they know who this nigga is. And they're like, we still don't give a fuck. And he's like, but you don't know the way I love Jesus. And he's like, oh, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, and then they lit his ass up. And it was just like, <laughs> I was like, look at this shit here. Why the fuck, we need these niggas in the hood. We need these. They, they were like, you will not get this beach gentrifier. <laughs> 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 you will not gentrify this island, motherfucker. We don't want your polio vaccine. <laughs> or the vaccine. This, they don't even have disease like we got. And this motherfucker was like, but you need Jesus. Here's a, here's a side note. Like, there's a stories of Jesus. We're talking about faith. I'm talking about faith. Like, so people have asked me before in my life, like, what do I believe in? And the truth of the matter is I do uh, believe in the most high. So the most high is this thing that is above everything. And beyond that, everything else is just real. Like, kind of like they said, new God flow from Pusha T and Kanye West. I do believe there's a God above me. But I believe I'm the God of everything else. <laughs> it's just that simple. So, I do. I do. I mean, like, how can you, like, know about God but not be, you, you dig what I'm saying? Like, you know, you live in the, like, dig this, right? I live in the universe. And the universe also lives in me. Uh, so, like, uh, what's his name? Carl Sagan and star stuff. I could dig it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm cosmopolitan. <laughs> I, look at, look at, I can only do that in front of white people. I try that in front of black people. They're like, what are you talking about drinks for? What are you talking about drinks for? <laughs> good crowd. Good crowd. <laughs> i go back, call back to the Jesus guy you had up here. Uh, or, or should I say St. Germain? So anyway, this whole thing about, you know, religion and all the things, religion, the Latin word for religion is really, it just means like to tie down, that thing that keeps you tethered to this earth. So a lot of my, uh, uh, some people will understand this when I say uh, religion is one of those things, faith is one of those things that really, you keep your feet on the ground, but keep your head in the clouds. So I can believe in the promise of a better day, but I can look at today and go, yeah, I need to be here and I need to vote because uh, these niggas is crazy. So (laughs) about niggas, I do mean Republicans. (laughs) And then as you- (laughs) Speaking of Kanye, uh, he just referenced
0: (laughs) Cruel Summer (laughs) <laughs> That's 2012. We referenced uh, a 2010 album before. Yeah. Does anyone like Kanye in the last five years? Five years? Five years. Yeah.
5: Okay, same. I'm just asking. This I'm just year? Asking. Like this year? Pablo? No, no. No. For last five. <laughs> five? Last yeah, five yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just I asking. even like Nasir. Especially when they did the visual album with it. I'm just asking. I'm just Kanye asking. Like like asking. Anyway, Kanye is Kanye. Kanye lost his mama and he lost his mind. Uh, so i say that to say. So... He doesn't, no longer knows how to keep his feet on the ground. His head is in the clouds. So we were talking. you guys were talking about religions earlier and the world's whitest religions. And I was like, you know what? That is actually uh, funnier than what I was going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, I, mean, I, was, I was talking about the world's religions that were funny. But I was like, whitest religions? Let's just go with that. So you guys actually all stated a few. Uh, Judaism? Uh, I don't know if that's really white. That's what I'm but thinking, too. we don't want to say it's not. So... I, mean, I don't want to say anything negative. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not. That's the one religion <laughs> that's all I'm, I'm saying, not, touching. So, the, in, not touching. I am
5: not touching that. Like, I live in the area where my councilman actually thinks uh, Jews run the weather. So <laughs> I'm like, listen, I get what no you're saying. No plugs. Well, I, was just like, you I was like, you no, can't. I, I, I mean, like, he said this shit, and then they was like, nigga, not only do we run the weather, but we run Instagram. And I was like, oh, you can't do that on Instagram. They run Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can do it. Don't do it on Instagram. Do that at a bar. But Anyway, so like I said, uh, Jews, uh, whatever you want to be, you're cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with me, hey, Mazel Tov. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. It is Hanukkah. Yay! Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> so you guys say Satanism, a white religion. And I didn't there know white. Sammy Davis was a Satanist. Yeah. I thought he was Jewish, which is like, you. I won't, but hey, you say what you... <laughs> I mean, granted, he hung with Frank Sinatra and like white people, so that's close. But I didn't know if he was a Satanist. Like, was he a Satanist? I mean, like, he lost an eye, nigga. Sure. Like, like <laughs> that means Thor's a Satanist because he also lost an eye.
0: Do you want me to do the? Do you want me to explain what Satanism nah, is? Exactly. I don't. No I one don't, does. So I don't. Move
5: on. I don't even want to know. Yeah. I, I just thought Satan. I, really, I equated to uh, capitalism. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's all I know, which is also a religion. Uh, <laughs> It's number one on my list. Uh, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are talking about Catholicism as a as a as a as a white religion, which very is, white, which is pretty white. It really is. And, and, and let's just let's not let's not exclude Christianity in and of itself. Like, oh, death. I mean, this is how my man was sure. like. My man was like, "Listen, have you heard of Christ?" And it was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then he was like, "Well, let me, have you heard of my version?" His name is Jesus. And we're like, "We know how he seems too, nigga." He keeps telling us you're trying to build a wall to keep him out. For the people at home, that's funnier than it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Catholicism, Scientology, pretty white religion. Anytime a white dude who's a Navy officer says, you know what I got, a thought, I'm afraid, really. Because it was like, I got a thought. Let's just uh, do this off the boat, and do this, and take this to make it a religion. And then with Tom Cruise, I actually almost was indoctrinated by the Scientologists. Because you know their main house is here in DC, right? I, do, I So do. I was walking past the place, and I was going through a thing at this time. And uh, I bought the book, uh, what is it, Dianetics, right? right? It's a pretty decent book. Uh, <laughs> It is, it's a cool, it's a No cool. plugs, Haywood! I didn't plug it, I didn't say go buy them. I'll give you my copy, shit, I'm not, <laughs> I'm really not reading, only the first six chapters are important, it basically says there's these things out there that are called like, negative energies, they call them Thetans and shit like that, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson would call them neutrinos. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, like negative energy comes from someplace just like positive energy comes from someplace. So that being said, this negative energy so goes through you and then it, it sticks to you and you gotta be positive. To get it off of you. And I was like, that's kind of like Buddhism, but a white man's way of saying it. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm not really into this. And I was in this class with these people, right? So I was, I was the black guy. And there was a girl with purple hair. And then there was a guy. And I, I was like, this looks like an X Men class. I feel like Bishop. there <laughs> <laughs> you know, was a girl with purple hair. It was an old lady who was speaking, I don't know, some language. She was like, black folks, you sure have the rhythm. And I was like, where the fuck, planet? <laughs> Are you from? And she was like, Oh, you wouldn't have never heard of it. I was like, Try me, bitch. I've been to a few places. And then (laughs) she was like, Tom Cruise. I remember when I first met him, he was just making like crazy movies. And I was like, This is true. Uh, So, anyway, Scientology is very white and very uh, secluded, like most white things. Um, but we forgot a couple others, so there are more. There are, uh, let's let's go down. So there's uh, Unitarianism, if you guys are familiar with this, and this is basically people who are like ag- 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 agnostic and almost uh, the, I don't say apathetic, not atheists, because fellow atheists just be like, you know, fuck it all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the Unitarianism, like, hey, you know, I, I still want to hang out with people on a regular basis. I just don't want to call it church. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm cool. You know, you could call it a comedy club, but you know they like you know they make you buy drinks at a comedy club. They don't make <laughs> you buy drinks at a Unitarian church, at least as far as I know. Uh, so that means you're, we are all united, almost like under underneath the sun, which is like really cool. Unless you know you understand how that was the first problem. Uh, <laughs> no, because like the dude from Egypt, Akhenaten, said like, "Hey, we could all be united under the sun," and everybody was like, "That's sun worship," and then that became Jesus, and we are where we are now. Uh, See, religion is a powerful thing because it fucks with people's brains and shit, right? So, dig it. Like, here's another religion that we were talking about in the back that's really white. Uh, 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 magic. Uh. <laughs> magic with a K. Oh, no, no. Magic. <laughs> I mean, magic like Harry Potter, you know, Wiccans, uh, all this shit. It's, it's, it's like, hey, you know what? It's, na- it's natural. It's naturalism. It's really about the earth and it's really about being, taking, taking your power back you know, the power of the universe, it really is, but it's also about taking that power and putting it through a little wand and putting spells on people. Uh, (laughs) Problem with this is, my kids also watch Harry Potter, and as a black father trying to raise black children in Southeast D.C., I don't like them putting spells on people. Uh, (laughs) No, I really don't, because looking like I look, for listening at home, you don't know how I look. Just, just if you know who Mufasa is, imagine him with dreadlocks. That is that is what I look like. So my kids and I walk through the neighborhood, and my kids get upset, and then they put spells on people, and then people think we Jamaican. <laughs> 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 I knew they were from Jamaica. I'm like, I'm not. That's a fake English accent. That's not even. My kid is like, expedia, arm armor. and I'm like, nigga. He's like, da da, they are stupefied. I'm like, no, they just think you stupid, but it is. Okay, so magic uh, is very white. Uh, <laughs> although, <it laughs> so here's an, uh, another one. Uh, we talked about a very white religion, uh, Mor- Mormonism. Uh, yeah, yes. I mean, I like like this Mormonism. That might be is the, the whitest. I, I personally believe so because, like, in Mormonism, they don't they do believe like slavery. Like, like they, people use the Bible to say that people should be slaves, and like they used it to come here and say that we should get rid of the savages, who are the native peoples here, and then we should bring some savages and clean them up and give them our love, and that's uh, us as black folks here. And beyond, through time, that has changed a little bit. Uh, but the Mormons actually have not changed that shit. They actually believe if you were a slave on earth, you're gonna be a slave in heaven. I'll be goddamn, I'll be picking cotton on the goddamn uh, uh, cloud, that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, if heaven is a cloud, it's just filled with cotton for a nigga to pick. And I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Even in the afterlife, like really, nigga, I wanna party a little bit, like, a little bit. Like, I'm like, Jesus, what this wine about? Nigga, like, this is a lot of water. Turn it into something. (laughs) All this sweat, all this, how the fuck you gonna have a nigga slave in all, anyway. But they love fucking uh, uh, the Utah Jazz for some reason. (laughs) How the fuck is Karl Malone okay, but even though, like, really Karl Malone has to entertain you in heaven, this is a bunch of bullshit. Salt Lake City, Utah. I can't stop. You know, you just did, you painted a picture. I fucking, and so did they. they did, anyway. I mean, they got, what was, oh, Mormons and shit, day. What's one of them, oh man, I forget his real name. Smith, one of them dudes. Joseph Smith. Yeah, I know, y'all know. <laughs> I knew, but I didn't want to say.
2: <laughs>
5: this is an African proverb that says, as long as you mention a person's name, they will never die. So as long as you guys know who that is, he will never die. And I hope that motherfucker goes away for a long time. Like, a lot of people died. Like, the dude who went to the island, he died. Uh, one of those presidents died. And I was like, mm. What?
2: Don't
5: even know. I mean, like, I mean, he died. I was like, The guy that went to the day. island. B? What the fuck? Like, a president died. I could dig it. You know, he wasn't my nigga. But, you know. <laughs> Speaking of, you know I mean, you know, let's be honest. You know, that motherfucker was, like, you know, white. <laughs> like, he was old school white. Like, hey, nigga, how you doing? Like, Which brings me to Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist, everybody. (laughs) Southern Baptist. (laughs) Sorry, Mormonism, you do not win the whitest religion on earth. Southern Baptist somehow has become, let's just call them what they are, Republicans. They have somehow have a whole block and they actually get votes and they actually have now uh, somehow... Bastardized. They even have this thing called the opiate crisis. I remember that's the cri- crack epidemic. But now oh. it's a problem <laughs> because young white kids uh, are getting high and going to jail. Uh, ooh, it's amazing. <laughs> I am, Southern Baptist. It's just weird how like the whole bunch of Democrats, right, who were like, wait a minute. You know a lot of reasons, like, like Condoleezza Rice, this is the reason why she's a Republican. Her father, who was attempting to vote during the time where black people could not vote, was going to register to vote. And the only person who would register him was the lone white woman who was a Republican. All the staunch male white Democrats were like, fuck you, nigga, get out of here. So I like to say, hey, thank you, Wiccan, for uh, (laughs) getting us into the political scene, but really at the same time, you could have hipped us to what was going on. Uh, That being said, I do think white women and black men uh, have a lot in common, not just sports.
0: Well, all right. Which brings Yay. me to
5: my final whitest religion, yoga. <laughs> <laughs> yoga. Yoga, in and of itself, is not a religion. It is a. But I know many people who practice it. Yeah, it's uh, stretching. It's great. In and of itself, it truly means. This uh, is what the meaning of yoga. It is really being in tune with oneself, like the term Namaste. It means the divine in me, sees the divine in you. So in truth, we recognize that there is a force within us that is greater than us. But these differences allow us to see ourselves and unite us. So it's really a cool thing for us to be able to practice yoga. But let's not make it uh, uh, let's not seclude it and make it a truly white thing. I would love black people to be able to practice. Well, go ahead. When Peltro
1: just said that. I know
5: <laughs> the white. That's what I'm saying. This is the whitest. She's the she whitest woman in Avengers like and said she <laughs> made yoga a thing she through made her yoga group. Thing. She's like, I'm the one who made yoga popular. No, guru, you did not. And this is what the old Indian people on the island were saying, those old black Indians on the island. They were like, hey, do you want to come up here and learn about Jesus? They was like, nah, I'm going to stay right here.
0: <laughs> he tied it up, everybody. He tied it up. Hey, Heywood Seed Jr., follow him on Twitter at sign Seed. You can see him later tonight at
5: Drafthouse Comedy. Yes, one-year anniversary of Drafthouse Comedy. Happy anniversary Woo! to you, sir. Thank you, sir. Ten years. I've been here doing it with you for luck. Five? At least six? Five. Yeah. A good time, man, it's been a good time. I say good. that to say you are very benevolent, you are very nice to <laughs> whiteness. You allow us poll minorities a place to give, say what we have to say to these white folk who would never hear it otherwise. Uh, it's like a green book. We're doing our very own green book. <laughs> <laughs> I love white savior stories, I do! I do, my life wasn't right until Jack Ryan came back on Amazon Prime.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Lorelei, everybody!